American business magnate John D. Rockefeller once said, "Do you know the only thing that gives me pleasure is to see my dividends coming in." While most of us have more happiness in our lives than that, investors in general do love dividend stocks, and with good reason. Dividends are tangible evidence of the returns you've achieved by investing your hard-earned money in a company you believe in. Dividend-seeking investors often prefer companies that have faithfully raised their payouts on a quarterly or annual basis for an extended period. The creme de la creme of dividend stocks are called dividend aristocrats, companies that have raised their dividend every year for at least 25 years in a row. And the following three stocks are veteran members of the dividend aristocrat club, and could provide a dependable source of growth to your portfolio over the next five, ten, or twenty years. Number one, Procter and Gamble, 2.2. With nearly two centuries in business under its belt, Procter and Gamble has survived many of the greatest economic calamities of the modern age. The company has been paying a dividend for 130 years, and has raised its dividend every year for 64 years in a row. Procter and Gamble, which is one of Warren Buffett's longest-held stocks, boasts a collection of subsidiaries that can, few can rival, with names like Cascade, Bounce, The Breeze, Dawn, Crest, Comet, and Swiffer included in the consumer goods company's 65 brands. The powerhouse was all set for continued success when the recession hit during the 2020 fiscal year. Which concluded on June 30th, sales were up 5% year over year to 71 billion dollars, with adjusted free cash flow productivity of 114%. The company defines this metric as the ratio of free cash flow to net earnings, excluding the transitional impact of U.S. tax reform and the loss in early debt extinguishment. The first quarter of fiscal 2021, ending on September 30th, showed stellar growth for Procter and Gamble, with sales of 19 billion, representing a 9% increase from the prior year period. Well, technically, sales were also up on a year-over-year -year basis across all of the company's key divisions: beauty, which is 7%, grooming, 6%, healthcare, 12%, fabric and home care, 14%, and baby, feminine, and family care, 4%. And management recently increased its guidance for fiscal 2021, expecting to achieve up to 4% sales growth from fiscal 2020. Then there's Coca-Cola, 3.1%. Coca-Cola has raised its dividend on an annual basis for 57 consecutive years. Its 3% yield is well above the payout of the average stock on the S&P 500, which is around 2%. Coca-Cola's most recent earnings report for the third quarter, ending September 25th, showed a 9% year-over-year decline in net revenue and an 8% decrease in operating income, with global unit case volume down by 4%. These less-than-stellar figures were actually an improvement from the company's second quarter performance, 
which included a 28% decrease in net revenue, a 34% decrease in operating income, and a 16% drop in global unit case value. The company is working hard to sharpen its product offerings and gain a more competitive edge, and management intends to hone the company's current portfolio of over 500 brands down to 200, with beverages like Tab and Zyko eventually being eliminated altogether. At the same time, Coca-Cola is launching new beverages, such as its Topo Chico Hard Seltzer, which hit the market last quarter. Now, the company does still have substantial debt to whittle down, with $39.5 billion in long-term liabilities at the close of the last quarter, but its decent cash position of $11.4 billion and total assets of $97.2 billion helped to steady its balance sheet. And while a full rally from the negative financial effects of the coronavirus pandemic may be gradual, Coca-Cola's recent quarter-over-quarter improvement shows that it's already making strides toward recovery. Johnson & Johnson, 2.7%. Johnson & Johnson's leadership in the ongoing coronavirus vaccine race is what has caught many investors' attention lately, but its dividends should gather notice too. The company, which has been in business since 1886, has boosted its dividend for 57 consecutive years, a feat few other companies can claim. Investors are watching the healthcare stock's COVID-19 vaccine candidate closely, especially because it is one of the few vaccines in development that requires just one dose per schedule. The potential vaccine is being developed and studied in a double-blind placebo-controlled trial of up to 60,000 adults worldwide by Johnson & Johnson subsidiary Janssen Pharmaceuticals. Johnson & Johnson reportedly plans to test the vaccine on children between the ages of 12 and 18 in the near future. While an adverse medical event experienced by one of the participants during the ongoing Phase 3 trial forced Johnson & Johnson to halt the study temporarily last month, the company released a statement October 23rd stating it would be starting trial recruitment again in the U.S. and launched a second global Phase 3 study testing participants on a two-dose regimen on November 15th. Now, a successful vaccine would not only be a feather in Johnson & Johnson's cap, but would also add billions of dollars of additional revenue into its financial picture. Johnson & Johnson's first quarter results reflected only a minimal negative effect from the pandemic, with 3.3% year-over-year sales growth. Although there was a sharp 11% decline in sales in the second quarter, However, the company regained solid financial footing in the third quarter, with sales up 1.7% year-over-year. And Johnson & Johnson has several blockbusters in its stable, including psoriasis medicines, Stellara, and Tremphia, a multiple myeloma drug, Darzelex all which have been vital sources of revenue growth for the company this year and helped it amass $21.1 billion in third-quarter sales. Johnson & Johnson also boosted third-quarter earnings per share 
by 101.5%, which is great news for investors since EPS growth directly correlates with the extent to which a company can boost its dividend. The short term may present some economic challenges for Johnson & Johnson, but its portfolio and pipeline contain all the ingredients necessary for continued long-term growth, and the success of its COVID-19 vaccine would just be icing on the cake. Check out fortyandbox.com to master your money. Personal finance lessons and courses. Want to make money online? Learn the four steps to make money online in description of this episode. Get a free stock worth up to $500 by joining Robinhood and linking a bank account. And automate your investing with Acorns, where they round up your everyday expenses by the next dollar and automatically invest that into basically stocks and funds and bonds, depending on what you want as like your risk tolerance. And you could get like a small amount of free Bitcoin by joining Coinbase and investing $100. Car sharing marketplace Turo has teamed up with Kiva to offer interest-free loans to black people and folks from traditionally undeserved communities to buy cars and then share them on Turo. So the $1 million commitment aims to address the issue of wealth inequality in the United States. Called the Turo Seed Initiative, those who are eligible can raise up to $15,000 via crowdfunding and Turo's matching program. In order to raise money on Kiva, folks must use the funding for business purposes, which includes car sharing on Turo. Through Kiva, they can raise up to $7,500 and Turo will then match up to $7,500. From there, they can buy a car and then list it on Turo. This will make it easier for people who don't have existing assets or the right credit score or doesn't own a car to be able to get started that way, Turo CEO Andre Haddad told TechCrunch. They borrowed the money and only reimbursed the capital. Throughout the program, Turo says it will also work with hosts to ensure they can be effective in sharing their cars on Turo. In terms of repayment, Turo has a one-month grace period before hosts must start repaying the funds over a period of 42 months. The program is limited to Turo's top 15 markets, which include San Francisco, Atlanta, Boston, and Houston, in order to ensure that there's enough demand to make it worthwhile for hosts. On average, Hosts earn around $600 per month by sharing their vehicles about 11 days per month. On top of that, hosts can also use their cars to drive for Uber or Lyft or deliver for companies like DoorDash and Grubhub. We're very confident that there is real profit to be made here, Haddad said. Tur has raised $464.4 million to date and competes against the likes of Getaround, Car2Go, Zipcar, and others. 
In September, Turo says it saw 17% year-over-year growth in revenue and is on track to deliver 20% year-over-year growth in October. In October, GetAround raised a $140 million Series E round to bring its total funding to $600 million. At the time, GetAround said its worldwide revenue had more than doubled from its pre-COVID baseline. Check out 40inbox.com to master your money. Personal finance lessons and courses. Want to make money online? Learn the four steps to make money online in the description of this episode. You can also get a free stock worth up to $500 by joining Robinhood and linking a bank account. And you can automate your investing with Acorns. And you can get a free no, a small amount of Bitcoin by joining Coinbase and investing $100. Candy manufacturer Mars just bought Kind North America, makers of Kind Bars, Andrew Ross Sorkin and Lauren Hirsch at the New York Times first reported. Neither company has addressed specifics of the deal, but it valued Kind, or Kind, Kind, I want to just say Kind, at around $5 billion, according to the Times. Mars is known for producing prominent candy brands including Snickers, M&M's, Twix, and others, and Kind sells healthier snacks like granola bars and fruit bars and claims to avoid artificial flavors added sugar and preservatives. It says it uses nutritious food as the first and predominant ingredient in every food product, Business Insider reported earlier this year. In 2017, Mars bought a minority stake in kind, which was then valued at $4 billion. At the time, kind was one of the fastest-growing snack companies, according to the New York Times. And in February 2020, kind announced it would spend tens of millions of dollars in marketing a new line of frozen and refrigerated snacks. That's where Mars comes in with its supply chain, logistics, warehouse, and distribution capabilities, founder Dania Lublitz, I don't even know how to say that name, told Business Insider. I want to say Lube, Daniel Lube. He told the Times that the new ownership will allow Kind to think about longer-term investments in new products and markets. Check out 40inbox.com. To master your money, personal finance lessons and courses, want to make money online, learn the four steps to make money online in the description of this episode, get a free stock worth up to $500 by joining Robinhood and linking a bank account, automate your investing with Acorns, get free Bitcoin by joining Coinbase and investing 